Amen. Let's go ahead and stand on our feet. Let's get in the Word. If you have your Bibles, let's go to, um, let's go to Matthew chapter 10. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 10. And um, <clears throat> I feel to tell you I'm not going to be long today, but um, we'll see. Um, because I feel like, you know, even out of Wednesday night, one of the things we got into was was uh, was a little bit of the study around this scripture, and uh, and I really want to highlight one thing today: that uh, Jesus is Lord of all, <clears throat> and um, he He's Lord of all. Amen. So, Matthew ten verse thirty two. Let's pick up there. It says, "Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men." Him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Father, I pray, to, I, I pray Father, even today, Lord, that, uh, Lord, as we're in your word, as we're, as, we're, uh, as we're dissecting your word, as, we're, as we've come together to meet, Lord, um, you know, uh, as you've called the church to, to gather to meet, Father, that, Lord, as we're in your word today, Father, give us eyes to see, eyes to see everything that we need to see in your word. And, and Father, I thank you that, Lord, we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, Father, I pray, Lord, give us ears to hear what the word says. Give us, um, give, give us a quickening uh, in our hearing, Father, Lord, that, that we understand that you are Lord of all. And, Father, I pray, Lord, even today, open our hearts, open our minds to receive the written word of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Praise God. You can be seated. Uh, just a, I'm going to brief down through from, from Wednesday night because, I, again, I want to I want to kind of build a, a little bit of a, and I, you know, as we talk about confession, I want you to understand something. As we talk about confession, and as we've been around the area of confession for the last month, maybe five weeks, six weeks, um, you know, I don't even know that, you know, we, comp- we can comprehend that our confessions are, are, very, are very important to the Lord. The things that come out of our mouth are very, very important. You know, I, I, oftentimes I do say this, you'll hear it a lot in this house. Death, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those that love it will eat the fruit thereof. You, you, know, you, you know, whatever you speak has power. And, um, you know, even, even as we were singing, come Holy Spirit, you know, you're making a declaration. You're making, you're making a decision today that you want the operation of the Holy Spirit in your life. You make the declaration today that, that, you know, that, that God is a healer, amen? That, you know, he, he is the Lord that healeth thee, amen? So, so these are declarations. So please understand that, you know, through, through confession, it's important to understand the very things that come out of our mouth carry power. I've, I think I've probably opened every service up with, with, with that understanding because our confessions are very important to the Lord. Amen. You know, in 2 Timothy 1.8, and I'm going to go through a little bit of this pretty quick. It says, it says, Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in his sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. You know, I, I, you, you have to understand something that as Jesus was, uh, was talking here in Matthew chapter 10, he's saying something very significant to the church. Do not deny who I am. That, you know, Jesus goes on to say, you know, if, if you don't confess me before men, I won't confess you before my Father. And, uh, you know, as we begin to paint this picture uh, on Wednesday night, you know, there are a lot of closet Christians. 
You, you know, I, I would hate to be in a workplace and, and, and find out that I've worked with somebody for five or ten years and never know whether or not they were a believer. And I don't want that to sound hard, but, but it, it, it's, it's what happens in our culture. We have a culture where we're trying to cancel Christ. We're trying to cancel the church. You know, I, I was in the mall the other day. I, I was looking for a pair of shoes. And, uh, and, and the world's not trying to hide anything. But they're wanting to put the church under a rock. They're wanting, they're wanting to, to, to place the church in a place where it doesn't have any power. It's an old book made of, made of old stories. It, it, it doesn't work, but that's not true. Amen? So, you know, I, I want you to understand something even in that. Don't be ashamed of your identification. Don't be ashamed of who you are. If you're a believer, it's okay that people know that you're a believer. Amen? You know, do you have to give it, you know, the, the, well, we do have to give an account for what we believe. Amen? Please understand that. We have to give an account before, in, in what we believe. And, and so Jesus is saying this. You know, don't deny me so that, I, so that I don't have to deny you before my Father. Amen? And um, guys, listen, you know, you can see this, uh, you can see this cancel culture that's, that's taken place over the last year. That if, that if uh, people don't like your message, they don't like what you have to say, even in the church, if they don't like, like your message or like what you have to say, you know, people will go after you. Amen? You know, I, we've been here for three years, and we've had multiple, on, on multiple occasions, people have come personally to attack the church. I, I don't take it as a personal attack against me. I represent the church church amen so when people come you know come at me I look at I look at it very 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 simply that it, that it is truly an attack upon the house of God and the church but you know you can see this in TV you can hear it in people's language you can um, you can see it in our, in our society today that you know that the world is doing everything that it can to cancel church to cancel uh, to come against the house of God <coughs> Jesus very, very, very plainly here is, is, is showing us a scripture. <laughs> that really we as believers need to hang our faith on. That, that I don't deny the living God that lives in me. And... Um, you know, I, 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 I got to tell you, because it's the, is there a fight for people today? Absolutely. Is there, is, there, is there a fight for the church to blend in with? You know, I'm not talking about blending in with the mainstream. See, the church is, we're not required. And a lot of times people think, you know, people think that the church has to have a relevant, relevant message for this generation. The, the, the power of God, the blood of Jesus Christ worked 2,000 years ago and it still works today. So we, so we don't have to jump into a boat and look like everybody else. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, in John 12, and I, I read this the other day, and uh, it says, Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. See, people believe, they, they'll say that they believe in God, but they don't make that confession. And so, you know, we've been talking about confessions. That's why it's important to understand your confession has power. And so, you know, Jesus is dealing with something very, very simply here. Well, I believe in God, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep to myself. Have you ever heard anybody say that? You know, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, 
I, I'm just going to keep, it's my, it's my faith. No, 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 it's his faith. It's his faith that he put in you. You're not required, you know, please understand, you're not required, nor should you be quiet in your faith. Amen? You know, that's why the gospel doesn't get shared. You know, I heard somebody say, the, you know, I heard somebody say m- many years ago that if, that if the church, the living church, the church that was alive today, born again believers, that if everybody would win one person, one person to Jesus Christ, the world would be saved within months, weeks. I don't, you know, it's a very short amount of time. So please understand, there, there's a real power in every believer. Amen? A real power. You know, there, you, know, you know, I wrote this down, culture Christians. You know, that, you know there's Christians that, well, I'm, I'm a Christian just because. Uh, you know, there, there are political Christians. There are people that, you know, w- you know that when they want to be elected by, in, in political office, well, I'm a Christian. What do you, you know, I'm a Christian, but, uh, but I'm for abortion. See, these are, these, are contrary, these are contrary things. You know, and I'm not here to make political statements. However, you can see that people will, will say whatever they need to say to get people to follow after them. And that's, see, that's one of the things that Jesus is talking about. Jesus is saying, it doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what men says. You, your focus, your eyes have to be upon the Lord. Amen? You know, um, you know, the praise of men, you know, that's what Jesus went on to say. For they love the praise. Of, well, another scripture. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's the same same scripture. For they love the praise of men more than they love God. So you know, you can see that that's something that's happening. That people are more concerned about what others say. Amen. They're more they're more they're they're more intact in or in tune to how does somebody feel about me? You know, what about my ministry? What about this? What's God say? What's God say? See, we have to give an account before the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in the house of God. It's good, it, it's, it's, good, it's good to serve the Lord, but we have to give an account. Amen. Don't let your fear of people out, out, out fear your fear of the Lord. <laughs> because, because when our eyes start getting fixed upon people more, more than, more than the, the elements of the fear of the Lord, the end of the Bible says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So we, we, our eyes need to be fixed on, fixed on pleasing the Lord. Amen? It, no, no, no matter the cost, it, they, it needs to be fixed on pleasing the Lord. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm trying to go slow. Mine's running 100 mile an hour right now. But, but you know, I. I think sometimes it's like you, you don't have to be a secret Christian. But I feel like sometimes people work very hard. It's like, you know, the, like they're, they're like a secret agent Christian, right? They're, they're like, they're like uh, undercover, undercover Christian. You, you, you don't have to be an undercover Christian. You know, you, you truly don't. You ever, you, ever be so, you ever be somewhere and it's like, you know in your spirit that you're with another believer. And, and just when you open your mouth or that person talks, you, you, know, you know in faith. Yes, that, that likeness in spirit too. Because there's, there's things that are happening in the spirit realm that I, that I truly don't feel that we understand. You know, I was, in, uh, I was uh, like I said, shopping for a pair of shoes the other day. And I was listening to a guy minister to another guy. And he started ministering. He was just like, you know, man, I've been off drugs. And he said, you know, I met Jesus. I met, you know, this is in the middle of a department store. 
So you know what you know what I'm doing? I'm like, when he said that, I, he's like, I met Jesus in prison. I stopped. I was like, man, this has got because I want in this conversation. You know, that's because because you know we're in the middle of a department store. It doesn't matter, right? It it doesn't matter where we're at. I'm I'm not here to cancel Christ. I'm here to hear this testimony. Because I want to be an encouragement to him. I'm not holding my badge. I'm a pastor. I'm, I'm none of that. You know, and so he's like ministering to this guy. And he's, he's just, you know, I met Jesus in prison. He said, man, that's what's changed my life was Jesus Christ. You know, and, you know, of course, that's, that, that gets your attention when you hear the name of Jesus. I, you guys know what I'm talking about? So as he was beginning to, to minister, I walked by and I was like, man, i got to circle back around and. You know, I'm going through the aisles and come back around. I go through the underwear department and over by the T-shirts. And, and uh, you know, the, the guy, as he's ministering, he kind of looks at me. I said, man, keep going. Keep preaching. Hallelujah. This is good stuff. You guys are having church right here. And, uh, you know, he was like, and the other guy that he was ministering to was like, who is this guy? You know, who, who's, this, who's this stalker? Who's this? Who's this? But see, I, I get excited. Because, see, it's, you please understand, it's not something that we have to just keep, keep within. You don't have to be an undercover Christian. You don't have to pretend like, well, you know, it, you know I, only, I only become a Christian on Sundays. I only become a Christian on Sunday night. I, Wednesdays, you know, sometimes, right? You, no, no, no. You're a Christian 24 hours a day. You're a believer every day. Jesus died for every one of us. Amen. It, you know, it, you know whether, whether people are saved, they don't know yet. But he also died for them. Amen. So listen, please understand. You know, because the, the world is doing everything that it can to throw things out here that, that, that are contrary to the word of God and the plan that God has. That, you know, it's like I said the other day. You know, I wish I could sit here and tell you that, man, the church is glorious and everything. You know, the church is glorious. Amen. But if you were to look at it with physical eyes, you'll be like, man, what's happened over the last 30 or 40 years? What, what, what's truly happened over the last 30 or 40 years? You know, look at the political things, the, the, the climate of the political world that has changed the way we do church or is trying to change the way we do church. You know, you got, is, there, is there a fight to maintain the church? Absolutely. You go anywhere, you go to international places. I mean, you know, the, the church is under the gun. Can't meet, can't do this, can't go, controlled by the government. And I'm thankful that in America we're not, we're not controlled. You know, we've seen a little bit of that, you know, with, with mandates and, and telling, telling the church what it should or shouldn't do. I'm not for that. Please understand, I'm a pastor that's not for that. I'm not for, it, you know, government entities coming in and telling the church what it should or shouldn't do. Amen? We have a constitution. I'm thankful. Here we go. We have a constitution, and I'm thankful that we have a constitution that allows us to have free speech. Amen? You know, it, you know if someone wants to choose to be an atheist in this country, you can be. Not, my, not what I would wish for anybody, but because of the religious freedoms we have, you're allowed to be that. So I'm allowed to be a Christian, amen? You're allowed to be a Christian. If you get this in your spirit today. You're allowed to be a believer. You're allowed to be a Christian. At the grocery store, when you get in your car and go to work, you know, when you get mad, you still got to be a Christian, amen? You, you, can't, you, you don't take it off. You don't check out. You know, you're a believer. Once you get saved, you're a believer. Amen. It's not like, well, I'm just going to put my Christianity over here for a little bit. You know? No, no, no. You're still a believer. I know some of you felt like doing that a time or two. You know? Jesus, think about this. Jesus rebuked. 
the religious leaders, but never sinned. Whitewashed <laughs> tombstones. He, he, you know, so you, please understand, but he never sinned. So you, please understand, when, when you're in a place of where you're calling things out are stupid, it, it's okay to call things out that are stupid. See, the world will want you to repent. You know, I preach messages, well, anyway, yeah, I have preached messages where people said, you know, you should have not, said, you, you're getting too political. You, you, should have, you should have left that out. No, I, I don't feel to leave it out. I don't feel to leave it out. Because it's important we understand that, you know, the world will do everything that it can to cancel church. But church is open. Amen? Aren't we open? Amen. Amen. Mm-mm-mm. And the last thing I finished up on, and I, you know, um, was, was the price of confession. As you go on to read in Matthew 10, 10, 34, 39, it says, and he, who does not take the, and he who does not take his cross and follow after me, he's not worthy of me. And Jesus is talking about, you know, forsaking, you know, even your family. That, you know, you, you, ha- you have to choose to follow after me at, at all costs. Don't deny me. Don't deny me. And, the, and like I said the other day, we can think that this is kind of a hard, a hard message or a hard point, but Jesus very clearly is saying, make me, make me Lord. I, 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 I am the Lord of your life. Amen. I'm, I'm the number one priority. And that's what I want to get into today. Because, listen, there, there, is, there is a price for this confession. You know, I wish I could tell you that, you know, when I, when I confessed Jesus Christ, everything was perfect. Every, everybody loved every decision I made that, you know, they were like, man, I'm so glad you're saved now. I'm, you know, man, I'm so happy that you, you're born again. I, I, you know, I, people didn't run to me and say that. They ran to me and said, you know, I liked you better when you, when you were in the world. I liked, you know, you, you were a lot of fun to be around. Now I feel something different when I'm around you. I don't like being around you anymore. You know, you don't even have to say anything. I just don't like being around you because I feel some, I feel, I feel gross, I feel yucky, I feel dirty. It's not, you know, and the people don't understand. It's not, it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit in me now. It, it's what lives in me. But you know, but please understand that 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 that's exactly what happens. I, I wish, like I said, I wish I could tell you, man, it was it was you know. Everything was perfect. You know, everything lined up, and I, I started seeing, man, I started seeing all these things happen. No, I tell you, you, you see, that's where you begin to contend. And I re- you, you realize real quick who's with you and who's, who's for you. Amen? But see, I know somebody that's for you. I know somebody that's not going to leave you. I know somebody that's not going to forsake you, and his name is Jesus. He is Lord. Amen? So, you know, so please understand, when, when we make the decision to serve Jesus, when we make that decision, are there going to be persecutions? Yes. Are there going to be people mock you, make fun of you? Yes. Yes. Is that easy? No. In a physical sense, in a flesh, uh, fleshly standpoint, no. It's not easy. But man, see, this is, this is it. Because see, I don't want us to go to heaven. I don't want us to be in a place where... where, where where Jesus can't, can't confess us the right way before the Father. You think about that. That, that I, want, I want Jesus to say good things about me. Amen. Hey, Brad, my servant, he, did, he didn't deny me. Jimmy, my servant, he didn't deny me. Sierra, my servant, she, did, she didn't deny me. She stood. She stood. Lehow, my servant, he didn't deny me. 
Man, you know, the hard stuff, we won't even think about the hard stuff when we go to heaven. You know why? It's because many of us are going to get our families to Christ. The very ones that got upset with us, the friends that got upset with us, we're going to get them to Christ. Amen? And then when we're in heaven, you know, it's not like we're going to say, well, I told you so. No, it won't be like that. We like, you know, we, we like to think that way, right? I told you it was going to be this way. You should, have, you should have listened 25 years ago, right? It won't be that way. They'll be saved. They'll have a glorified body. It won't be us reminding people of all their past, you know, if you'd have done this 30 years ago, life would have been a lot easier for you. No. No. And the Bible says that when a person gets saved, think about this, you know, the new creature, the new, the new person is, is, is now born again. And God doesn't look at, he's not looking at the, at the, at the past or the history of a person and, and reminding that person of, man, this is what it used to be like. You know, you used to be this way, you used to be that. God, God doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. But there is a price. There's a price for our confession in Jesus Christ. But I'm going to tell you, the, the rewards far outweigh any public, any public uh, you know, humiliation from people. Because, listen, you know, that's the thing we have to shake. We have to shake people. We have to shake what people think of us. And, you know, whether, you know, whether it be family, whether it be friends, whether it be, you know, whatever. Because, you know, many of you people, when you, many of you all in here, when you started church, it was like, you know, you were, you were mocked or maybe even made fun of. Or, or if you went to a church, well, you go into that church or, you're, you know, they, they speak in tongues or, or they, they lay hands on people. What, what's that all about? That's, you know, um, anyway, let's keep moving. So I, I want to open this up today because um, the one area, let's go to Philippians chapter 2. And I'm going to be brief today because I, I'll, uh, I'll come back around and, and I want to touch base on this. I asked Brother Don too to trek with me on this because I, I feel that it's important that we understand what lordship means. What lordship means. What lordship means. Philippians chapter 2. I want to pick up at verse 9. Because how do I put this? I, you can't really put it nicely because we have a problem in our, our nation. Um, you, you've seen it happen over the last few years. You, you've seen the rebellion, a rebellious spirit you know, hit the streets of America and, 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 and completely wreak havoc. And, and um, you, you see it in our culture, uh, culture everywhere um, where people have become their own God. And they don't recognize lordship very easily. And, you know, if you, if you use the word lord, it's like, you know, you know, but see, you know, the, the, in terminology, Lord is, is, is like an old English word. It, it, you know, it can be used even, even today, Lord might be used, but it's like lowercase l. And uh, in, in, you know, England or something like that, it might mean like Mr. or Mrs. Lord, you know, Lordus or Lord. Lord might, might be the same reference of like Mr. or Mrs. It's a respect thing. But one of the things that's taken place in our nation and has taken place, you know, it's something we, we see often, is, um, is the respect for authority. <laughs> the respect for people. But Jesus very clearly is, is, um, is showing us something 
in the Word of God that I, that I feel like sometimes we don't grasp, we don't comprehend. You know, in Romans 10, 9, and I, man, so much here. In Romans 10, you know, the Bible says that if you believe in your heart and confess, and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. So we, we understand that there's, there's two components there. We believe in our heart, we confess with our mouth that Jesus is now Lord of our life. See, a lot of times we miss the, we miss the real understanding of what it means to have, to, to have somebody over us or, or Lord over us because we're taught, you know, nobody, nobody should tell me what to do. I'm my own man. Anybody ever hear that? I, I, I grew up hearing that. You know, you, you're your own man. You know, it, it was like it was like this 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 seri- you know set of prideness that you know that you're supposed to be the man. You're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be that. So naturally, you know, you you, you kind of grow up with a little bit of a chip on your shoulders. You know, nobody nobody's going to tell me. So what happens? Even when we get saved, we have a hard time understanding what it means to have a Lord. I've confessed Jesus, but I really haven't made him my Lord. So you, got, you guys understand that you, you, you can confess Him, but never surrender or never give Him all. And, that, and, and I, I believe it's one of the areas that like, man, if we can really get in, we can begin to understand what it means to have, to have a Lord. You know, you, you know man, it, it, I, I, I truly believe that if we can comprehend and we can, we, can, we can get into this and understand, man, what does it mean to have a Lord? It means that, you know, I, I, I'm under. I'm under. Let's look at Philippians 2. Philippians 2. You guys cold, hot? Where you at? You guys good? Women? Philippians 2, 9, verses uh, 9, 9 through 11. It says, Therefore, God also, who highly exalted himself, has given him the name which is above every name. Now, I want to stop here because highly exalted, I want you to understand, it's not that he's exalted. The Bible very clearly here is saying highly, highly exalted. It's like, it, it, you know, there, there are words in the Bible. It's like, you know, it's like when we, uh, you, you know, it's like super. He's, he's, he's magnified. He's above. The, na- the name of Jesus is highly, it's not just exalted. Exalted is high, but there's, a, there's another level that's higher than exalted, which, he, which he's pointing out here. Higher. He's higher. The, this name. So you, you, I want you to understand that this signifies something right now, very quickly in the scriptures, that there, there is no other name that is greater than this name. Oh man, get, get, get a hold of that. Because see, there's no other name higher. There's no other name that's greater than this name. Highly exalted. He, he is highly exalted. Mm. And, he, and, and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I want you to understand something. Everybody will confess Jesus Christ as Lord. It's a lot better to do it on this side. Now. 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 And I truly believe it's a lot better to do it now than, than, than in a deathbed situation or getting saved at the very end part of your life. Not that you don't get saved, because I believe, I believe that people truly do get saved. You know, even in their last moments of time, I do believe that. I, b- I believe that people can be saved. However, it's better to do it now. It's, you know, think, you know, I think about people in hell. They'll confess Jesus Christ as Lord. 
And, you know, and, and to think that their soul, their, 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 their living soul being there, that, I had, that they'll know I had the opportunity to confess Jesus Christ as Lord, but I didn't do it. I, did, I didn't confess Him as Lord of my life. And that's deep, huh? But every tongue will confess that Jesus, you know, and, and people think, well, I'll just wait to get saved later. Man, I, I know people that waited till later. You know, I've heard stories now, and even, even people that have been killed in car wrecks because they said they would wait till, 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 till later on. Man, I, I, lost, I lost five, six friends in high school, car wrecks. And I often think about that. I think about people that have, have lost their lives early. You know, I was Paul Bear. By the time I was 19, I'd been Paul Bear at three different friends' funerals. Not easy. Not easy. But now, now I, think, I think back, I'm like, Man, were they saved? Did they, did they go to church? Did they, did they ever? Because I, I, you know, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know. Hmm. See, this, this, uh, this text, or, you know, Philippians 2, Paul's writing, it's, uh, you know, this statement is, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some things here at you. Because you know, this statement, this verse, it, it's very clear of, of Jesus' deity. And for those that don't believe <laughs> and deny the deity of Jesus Christ, see, there's no higher name than the name of Jesus. So you, when, you, when we talk about the deity, we talk about, we talk about scriptures. We, when we talk about you know, the, the, the triune being, the, the Father, you know, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, of course, we know the Holy Spirit, He is a person. But the deity of Jesus Christ, I mean, it, it's, 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 the, it's the three in one. And people that want to argue that that's not true, Jesus was given the name above every name. Highly exalted, the Bible says. Verse 10, let's look at this. It says, that, no, that, that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Not only is Jesus exalted by the Father, but the whole world is brought into submission to the Son. See, Paul, you know, Paul, Paul doesn't, you know, he's not applying by this uh, a universal salvation. But that every personal, every personal being, every person will ultimately have to confess Jesus is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, I, I think about this because, you know, what does it mean to make Jesus Christ Lord of your life? I want to tell you, it's a true act of obedience. It's a true act of, of, of surrender. And, you know, a lot of times we don't submit easily because we weren't taught to submit. Anybody grow up that way? You were taught where you work hard, you do it, you do it, you do it, you, you, you make it work, you blah, 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 blah. You know, you, you just, you press, you press, you press, you know. See, I, that's how I grew up. I, I, didn't, I didn't quite understand authority. I understand authority. I understand authority with a belt. I mean, or, or anyway, I, I understood authority. I understood how it, how it worked. I understood, I understood that if I got out of line, there'd be a consequence. And see, there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not, please understand, I'm not against that. My kids, 
I don't know if my, ki- my kids are here. You know, they, they know moms and dads, mom and dad weren't against you know, them understanding authority. So, you know, every once in a while when I got a spank on the butt, you know, whatever, that's, that's you know, it, it, you, you're, you're teaching authority. That's a whole other lesson. That's uh, children's and, you know, that, that's, that's family ministry night. We'll get into that. So, Brother Jesse, we'll talk about that. So, um, but, it, but it truly is an act of obedience. Now, I want to show you another scripture. Go to Luke chapter 6 because, I mean, there, there's, there's really a lot here to understanding lordship. That's why I feel like, you know, we'll, we'll have to kind of maybe preach a little bit on this because I think our eyes need to be opened up to, to, under, to truly understanding what it means to have a Lord over us. Amen? Rather than, rather than being, you know, zealous in our own self, man, there, there is a God that, that, that there is a Lord. Jesus Christ is over us. Luke 6. Uh, 46, it says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears, hears, uh, and hears my sayings and does them. See, Jesus is saying, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? What, what, you, you're, just, you're, just, you're looking the part. You're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to say, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again believer. I'm, I'm this, I'm that, but you, you call me Lord, Lord, but, but there's, there's no fruit. I'm going to tell you, there's got to be fruit. There's got to be a continual development of your relationship. You can't just call Him Lord, Lord, and go do whatever you want to do. There is an act of, there's an act of submission. There's an act of, you know, you, you choosing to be obedient even when it's hard. You know, you, you, you don't need another pat on the back. You've got to get off your tush and, 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 and do what the Word of God says. You don't need somebody feeling sorry for you. You've got you to do what the Word says. Man, and I'm telling you, 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 is this worth fighting for? Absolutely. Because, see, listen, when we begin to move and we begin to understand that, you know, how, how real God is, you know, that, you know, that he, he, has, he has a wonderful plan for me. But if you don't make Him Lord, there is no plan for you. Man, I see because Jesus. Go back to what Jesus is saying. You, you know, I, I want to confess you before my Father. Don't deny me before people. Don't deny me before men. Mm-mm-mm. Jesus goes on. And he says, "I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house. If you obey." If you obey, think about this. If we're obedient to do what the Word of God says, Jesus says, He said, and He, he hears my sayings and He does them. I will show you uh, whom He is like. He is like a man building a house who dug a deep, uh, who, who dug deep and laid a foundation on this rock. And when the floods arose, the stream beat, uh, beat hard against the house and could not shake it, for He was founded on the rock. He was founded on the rock. He, he, he had a firm foundation in me because he was obedient, because he did what, you know, so don't, don't, come, don't come and say, Lord, 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We've got to know who he is. We've got to intimately get, in, get into that place of, of, of truly knowing who he is. And I tell you, you know, that's where, that's, you know, I think that's that's the thing. Even even this past week, when as I begin to study and think about this, is like, is he Lord of all? This is my question to myself, because see, this is a question you have to ask. You know, watch this. Because is he Lord of my finances? (laughs) 
I mean, truly, is he, is he, is he Lord of my finances? Because, see, listen, there are, there are things that if, if we don't do it, we don't, get, we don't get God's attention. Is he Lord of my family? These were questions that I was asking myself. I'm like, man, these are good questions. <laughs> is, is he Lord of my family? Is he Lord of me? What do I need to surrender, Lord? Because, you know, it, 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 we, now have to, we now have to look at, okay, you know, we can say that we've given him everything, but hold on to something. We can hold on to anger. Ah, we can hold on to pride. You know, we can hold on to our money. You know, people, I, you know, it, listen, I'll make, no, I'll make no mistake for teaching and, and, and wanting to people to get ahead in life. But if people will do what the word of God says around their finances, they'll never lack. Because that's, it's, 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 the, it's the plan of the word of God. I mean, <laughs> I, and that, 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 there's six weeks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you what the word says. It's not what I say. It's what the word says. You know, we just begin to apply and practice these things. And, and once we did, we started seeing God moving, moving those things. Amen. But, you know. If you don't want that, you won't have it. It's I, I don't I don't make I don't make I don't make excuses for that because it, it's important that everybody understands that God wants us to submit not just around our money, our family, our our, our own lives. Is is He Lord over these things? Is He Lord over my health? I mean, because see, that was a conviction that I dealt with this year. You know, you know, I, I I've dealt with it personally. You know. I went to Melanie's class the other day. You know, it's just like accountability. Because, see, this is the problem. Because, see, we, we have a hard time with Lord, Lord. Because, and this is what Jesus taught. Because we don't want to be accountable. We want to do whatever we want to do with, with, no, with nobody telling us to do anything. That's why we provide life groups. It's why we do these things. It's, it's, it's in hopes of getting people plugged in to something that allows their mind to be opened up. It's why we have a go team. You know, I sat in Melanie's class, the health class, the other day, and I'm just, I left there, and I was like, you know, she had made this drink, but, you know, even when I left, I was like, you know, I've got to get, I've been drinking too much pop. I've been, I've been drinking too much soda, and I, and I know, I don't feel as well. My face gets blotchy if I drink too much soda. There are consequences, you know, see, there are consequences, but it's like, you know, but it's like placing yourself in that place where, where you can now hear. Where you, where, you know, because what happens is, you know, pride sets in or ah, I don't need that. I don't need this right now. I'll do it next year. I'll wait till, you know, because what happens a lot. Of <laughs> what happens a lot of times for people is like, we well, you know, it's 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 June. I think I'll just wait till January 2023 to start. You know, it's a fresh year, fresh start. Right. No, start today. Goodness gracious. You know, let let's let's start on Monday because Monday's the first of the week. That's when we start. Money rolls around. The devil's already got 25 things lined up for you to do or, or to throw at you by Monday. Oh, let's start on Tuesday because I didn't start on Monday. It's like prayer, right? It, you, you, here we go. Develop a consistent time with prayer. If you do it, you won't regret it. Develop a consistent time with prayer. If you do it, you won't regret it. You say, okay, hey, Today, tomorrow's Monday. I'm going to develop this week. I'm looking to do two days this week. 
I'm looking to be there two days. I'm going to drag my butt out of bed at, at 5, 5.50. Some of you guys are right. Jimmy's already up and out the door at 4. So. But, you know, but I'm going to get up. I'm going to drag myself up. I'm going, to, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there two days this week. You know, prayer, pr- please understand, prayer should be a benefit for your life. It's not there to make things harder. Amen? Prayer should be a benefit. It's a fringe benefit. We go, we ask God. I know I'm, I'm getting, see, he's Lord. <laughs> he's Lord, amen? He, he, want, he, he, wants, he wants us to have a prayer life. Amen? And I tell you, that, it took me a while to get that one. But now that we have prayer established in his house, I mean, Amen. It, it, it's why we're going to continually advance. Amen. It's because of prayer. One component. One component. Mm. So we understand Jesus is saying something here. He's, he's saying that, look, if, if, um, if you're going to call me Lord, you've you got to be obedient. You've got to do what, what, what the word tells you to do. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. I don't like that one. Don't want to do that one. <laughs> nah, I don't want to do that. I don't like my neighbor. I don't, you know, I'm not talking about the neighbor down the road, but, you know, the neighbor can be the person that you, you, you encounter today or somebody that, that, that you've had, odd, you've been at odd with. Love, love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. We, we say we do that, but do we make him Lord? <laughs> well, I love the Lord. I love Jesus. And I feel like Jesus is saying, look, show me. Show me how much you love me. Show me how much you love me. And so, you know, and if the pastor's at the church saying, show me how much you love me. Well, you can't do that as the pastor. You're not God. No, we're not. not. Absolutely not. But we represent (laughs) Amen? We represent the Lord. Amen? We're overseers of the house. Amen? It's... Let me give you another example. James chapter 1. Actually, just go there real quick because I'm going I'm to close here in just a few minutes. I am going to close. James chapter 1. Because it, it, it's, such an, it's such an interesting passage, and I touched, I touched on this, because James, James does something... And I always I found it I always found it kind of interesting because James was uh, Jesus' brother. And. Um, and I always always found it. <laughs> I always found it very interesting that he wasn't calling Jesus his brother. There was a clear separation right here. There, there, there's a very there's a very clear, clear separation because, see, James knew Jesus as Lord. You know, think about, think about it. Your brother, <laughs> your, 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 the brother that you grow up, grow up with. Oh, you know, we went to the creek. We played. You know, we, we fought. We arm wrestled. We did all this stuff. And, and, and I'm going to call him Lord? But, see, J- James had a revelation. And James, James makes this point in James chapter 1. James says, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, there, the, you know, think about, think about that name. The Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. Um, you know, yeah, I'll come back to that. Goodness. The Lord Jesus Christ. 
So, you know, James, he's a bondservant. You guys, you know, to understand what a, what a bondservant is or was, a bondservant was a slave. See, these are, term, these are terms that we don't understand in our culture because if we hear the, word, we hear the name or the word slave, we think, well, that's somebody that's, um, there, there's a negative connotation that goes with, with, with the word slave. But, G, but James is saying, look, I'm, I'm a bond servant. I'm a slave to my master, Jesus Christ. You, you know, sometimes we don't understand the power of words. We, we don't, you know, we, we just don't grab or, or comprehend the power of, of what a word means. But that, that, that word, bondservant, is, I'm a slave to my master. And that's what, that's what James is identifying. You know, in, in the very part of this text, the very opening part of this, he didn't say, I'm James, Jesus' brother. We used to hang out, yo. You know, he wasn't saying that. He says, you know, yeah, we, had, we, we kicked it and we did this. and we, You know, that's not what James is saying. James is identifying him as Lord. He's close, he's close to Jesus. He knows, he knows the intimate things about Jesus. He's, he's close with him. But he's saying, you know, no, no, he's, he's Lord. He's Lord of my life. So I, I think that's a great example. Jesus' own brother that, that you know, moves into a whole other realm in understanding that he is Lord. Think about doubting Thomas. My God, Lord, you know, that, 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 that was how he responded with that doubting Thomas. You know, I've got to see, I've got to see the holes in his hands. I've got, I've, you know, and then Jesus appears. And what does Thomas say? My God, my Lord, I now believe, you know, I, I, I believe, you know, he's walking through walls. Praise Jesus. I mean, you know, put your fingers right here. I, it's me. It's me. My God, my Lord. You know, in the, the word Lord, it, it, it implies, it's from the, word, it, it's from the Greek word uh, kyrios, kyrios, if I'm saying it right. And um, in, in the Hellenistic Jews, they, they use this term all the time, it, it, the, the word kyrios. It's a name of God, Yahweh. It's the name of God. It, it's, it signifies that He is Lord, big L. You know, the, 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 the word uh, landlord, you guys know the word landlord? You know, it, it comes. It comes from. Uh, it comes. It, it's Old Testament. You know, Old Testament. I'm sorry. It's it's Old English. It's not Old Testament English. But but that term landlord was was somebody was set to govern over over a, a, a partial of land. They would collect the taxes. They were called a lord, and that that term landlord. It, it, that's what it comes from. That you know, there were people that lorded over properties. If you watched any of the older movies, I met my daughters into watching some of this stuff. But you know, they, they would refer to them as lords. Anybody get anything today? I feel like we have to, you know, we have to we have to we have to get deeper into this and in understanding. Because see, I, I, I don't want Minister, come go ahead and come to the keyboard. If you guys would go ahead and stand to your feet. I feel like we have to we have to get to a we have to get to a, a place or a deeper understanding of what it means to to even have a Lord, someone that's over us.
Because, you know, like I said, in our culture, one of the, one of the, one of the gravest things that, that I've seen is, 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 is today is, is even the lack of submission from people. Nobody going to tell me what to do. And it's that same attitude that takes a lot of people out. Yeah, somebody. Somebody come to me and say, I got the tattoo. Your tattoo don't mean anything to me. Philippians 4 19. I, I don't you, you can you can you are you are, are do you call him Lord? Is is he truly Lord of your life? I had to have that conversation with a boy in Hawaii. I mean, you know. Don't take your shirt off to show everybody you got a tattoo. Live like the devil. What good? What good? I mean, I'm telling you that, that you you're a representation. You got Philippians 4:19 all over your your side, and come on now. That's not sexy. That's dangerous. If you're not going to call him Lord, you're not going to live for him. Right, you know, again. You know, it, it, to understand the significance, it, it was the reason why they wanted to kill Jesus. Because he identified as Lord. And the religious people of that day, they couldn't handle it. It's why, it's why, it's why the enemy fights against people that begin to submit themselves to a house. Why, why would you go there? Why, don't, why, why would you go submit yourself to that house? Why don't you go to 25 other churches? Well, you, don't have to, you don't have to plant roots there. You could go here and here and do this and do that. and do, You know, it, 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 it's because the enemy doesn't, the enemy hates submission. The, the enemy hates when people fall under authority. See, Jesus Christ is, is the ultimate authority. He is Lord of all. He's Lord, over the, he's, he's Lord over the saved, and He's Lord over the unsaved. Remember what I said, every tongue shall confess. You can do it on this side, or you, you know, wait for the other side. <laughs> you know, I think about that, you know, I, I think about that. An example, you know, in John 10, Jesus said this. He says, I and the Father are one. See, the Jews who knew that when he made this statement, he was claiming to be God. <laughs> and you know what they did as, as, as a part of their reaction? They picked up stones to stone him. Are people going to fight? Are people going to fight against your decision to serve God? Yeah, they, they they will. Some of you are by that, and I know that. Some of you coming new into the faith, you need to hear the testimonies of how people overcome. Amen. You need to be in transformation ministry, and hear the testimonies of, yeah, I've had that happen. 
Because what you find out, you know, even when we went in the missions field and, 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 and the work we did there, you think your story is unique because it's your story. And then you start talking to people. You're like, no, oh, bro, my story's not even that good anymore. <laughs> your story's mean, huh? Your story's like over the top. See, God is able. He's able. You know, I, I ask you this today. I mean, you know, it's um, confession is important. It's important that we understand our confession. But I, want, I, I don't want you to miss because a lot of times, you know, if we get people to pray and to receive Jesus Christ into their life, I want people to understand what they're, what they're asking what, 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 they're, what they're asking to take place. Because see, it's, it's only Him, it's only the Lord, the relationship that I begin to have that begins to help me deal with pride, helps me begin with you know, any sin for that matter. And that's through submission. It's through, it's through I surrender all. Get them saved. Get as many people as you can to be, to, to be saved. But we teach them. We show them. What does it mean to have a Lord? What does it mean to surrender? What does it mean to lay my life down? There are so many examples in this house where you've, where you've said, I'm, I've laid my life down. And I'm thankful I'm looking at a group of believers that said, I'm not going back. I'm not going to waver. I'm going to build my house on a firm foundation, that of Jesus Christ. Is He Lord?